Neil 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 Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And before we get started with the episode we recorded a few days ago, we just wanted to acknowledge that we published yesterday's episode today in recognition of Blackout Tuesday. I know that we are a distraction for a lot of you. We hear that all the time from the hooligans, from the listeners. We're a distraction from the bad news that's happening. We think that that's an honor. It's a privilege. We hear it constantly. But but just because we're a distraction doesn't mean we need to be silent, doesn't mean we need to be quiet. Um, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor's murderers in Minneapolis and Louisville need to be prosecuted just like the people who are killing black people all over the country need to be prosecuted, need to be brought to justice. Black Lives Matter. This podcast is totally a privilege to have a platform, to have people who listen to it, literally to the whole thing. And we recognize that. We totally do. We think about it all the time. So we just really want to direct our listeners to different ways that you can join the Black Lives Matter movement and just practice anti-racism in your everyday lives. So one of the things that we're doing, the least we could possibly do, is in the show notes today, we're putting links to local bailout funds, schedules and locations for local protests, and other podcasts you can listen to that decidedly are not distractions. If you turn us off today and listen to one of those, we support you 100%. Um, yeah, we just wanted to start off with that before we get into the stupid stuff that celebrities are doing. So thanks for listening and for continuing to listen and also be safe out there. And also happy Pride. It's Pride. Never forget, Pride was started by a riot and protesters led by black women. Let's get started, though. We have plenty of stuff to talk through today. What is the breaking news? 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 Well, unlike the rest of the tabloid internet... We will not be burying the div- the divorce announcement of two Who Weekly faves, Julianne Huff and Brooklech. Brooklech, Julianne Huff and Brooklech. <laughs> if you remember, these two were trying to pretend like they weren't going to break up for the past five months or something. I think five months is correct. I was going to say no, it's six or seven, but no. five I think sounds right. Like the beginning of the year, Julianne Huff did that did that magazine profile women's health one of them shape one of those strange women's magazines i was gonna say i urge you i mean we can do it right now but the timeline of this is truly well every oh god it was august right so speaking of speaking of pride month julian huff does a magazine interview in which she says she is not straight no clarity i mean very little clarity and then brooksleich is like i support her but I'm also exploring my sexuality. He said that on his like man podcast, as we've been over the before, he has like a, a men men podcast. Like, yeah, we, what men? Th- I think it's literally called What Men Think. So then the uh, the next update on the, the Julian Huffbruchlich timeline is that the somebody reports that they are quarantining separately. So she's in, mm-hmm. I want to say L.A. and he's at like his lake house in like Idaho, right? And they're mm-hmm. separate, but they're commenting on each other's posts. And so you have a lot of news items that are like Julian Huff is commenting on a thirst trap of Bruce Lech and Bruce Lech <laughs> is totally cool. He likes being alone better than being <laughs> with, just just like the most kind of like we're fine, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. You know, there was a there was a really funny version of like Bruce Lech loves spending time with his dogs more than he loves like spending time with anyone and julian huff is like beautiful you know like i'm obviously exaggerating but that was the sort of i that was the sort of thing that was happening between the two of them i mean the 
the funny thing is it is kind of like an ideal relationship. Like I do actually kind of love the very um It's like the Judith Light thing. Yeah, or the um who is My it? husband Tim, lives on the other side of the country. Tim Burton, I, love it. <laughs> I mean they broke up, but the Tim Burton Helen Bonham Carter of it all where they were connected yeah. by a tunnel but lived in two different houses. Like that to yeah, me, yeah, people yeah. some people like need their space. Like some people are just like, "Hey, I'm married and I love the person, but like if we're mm-hmm. rich enough to have two houses or if we're rich enough to have two bedrooms, maybe that's yeah. the way that we choose to live our lives. And to that, yeah. I say, like, that's awesome. Every relationship is different, but it's just very <laughs> strange to see one play out so publicly between two people. Who... But also just so much like protesting the people who are saying, like, this is a little bit off. Like, what's going on here? And just going bending backwards. Like, you know, the Julian Huff can really bend far backwards because she's quite flexible. She's she, like, quite bends, flexible. She bends all the way backwards <laughs> into like one of those bridges, you know, that like I used to be able to do, but I like can't really do mm-hmm. anymore. Mm hmm. And she gives her comment to like Women's Day, Wearly, Weekly, Monthly, Fitness, you know, one of those. <laughs> well, then she went to like Davos and then like had like the demons exercised right. out of her, you know, like she was right. doing so much. Well, it, it is also interesting to me that this is the time because she has that Oprah bump that she's been pushing Kinergy. Mm-hmm. And like, I just kind of wonder if. There's been a little bit of a PR battle between like, how do we promote Kinergy, but then also like give the tabloids what they want, which is information about your relationship. And I wonder if Mm -hmm. she kind of fought back on that, if that was kind of like a question mark, because if it was me, I would feel very much like, yes, I want you to promote my project. Like I'm down to get that out there. But is this the only way that we can do that? And them kind of Mm -hmm. being like, well, it's one of the ways. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I mean. It must be especially tough for her because now is the moment for at-home fitness classes. Like this 100%. should be, she should be rolling in it 100%. right now. But it's probably really tough with tough for her given everything, not even exclusively the stuff that's going on in her personal life. But I, I love this. I put this quote in here from Us Weekly, something she said at her, quote, first Kinergy class since Brooks-Lech split. Also, none of these are words. Kinergy, Brooks-Lech, she's... She's doing that thing. It was sort of like that Pete Buttigieg tweet about Black Lives Matter where he didn't understand how to say Black Lives Matter. He was like, well, people or blah, 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 like whatever. This is like her saying, I'm not straight. <laughs> we we don't have to think about what we haven't done in the past, but today we start. Step into the person you already know you are. When we rise together, that's how change happens. All this healing in the last few months can help us move on to others and healing for others. Some of the words I chose today were honor, joy, celebration, peace, and harmony. We're all in this together. I hate this. I hate this. It's like... I don't really understand what she's talking about. Where was healing happening in the past few months? This past few months has been exclusively sickness and destruction. Right. And literally this advice or wisdom is the opposite of what anyone needs, which is direct action, direct instructions, and like Mm -hmm. encouragement to actually get out there and do something. Mm -hmm. For her to say like, when we rise together, that's how change happens is so actually like not helpfully vague right Mm because it doesn't actually provide any type of guidance for anyone it's it's like extreme bullshit it once again extreme bullshit from the at least her saying i'm not straight says something like that gives me something (laughs) that gives me information about who she is this says nothing this says nothing. it's like well i know one thing she's not straight because who's gonna not agree with we rise together that's how change happens i mean every side everyone agrees with that every every terrible movement and good movement can agree with that yeah well now they're divorced so and brooks is gonna stay in the woods forever we're never gonna hear from him again we are though because he has a weekly podcast and I realize it's called How Men Think, Not What Men Think. Do you know what the subtitle is? Because I didn't know that until no, just now. No, what is the subtitle? It's How Men Think, colon, a podcast by men for women. 
for women? Oh, it's for <laughs> women? Oh, it's for me? Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank me. you. Thank you. <sighs> Josh, this story is thrilling to me. And I know that it's like, it's centered around like a true tragedy. Like what a fucking disaster mess. But yeah, I but, love. But this is like very mid-pandemic drama. It is true. It is like, it is the Meltdown May. It's the encapsulation of Meltdown May. It's like, it's so wonderful to see someone call. Like having things called out is satisfying always, even if it's, you know, centered around this sort of sadness. But Josh Lucas, who is the... One of um, the Joshes, but like probably the least one that you remember. Because remember, one we, of the Joshes we had like a list who, of Joshes. Yeah, he was sort of like on the come up for a while in the early 2000s and He's... then he never went anywhere. My argument is that Bradley Cooper took his place. Oh my God, you're um, so right because they look a lot alike. But Bradley they Cooper look a lot turned alike, out to be but... intense in ways that we had no idea. Josh Lucas was doing those things and Josh Lucas was doing rom-coms. Josh, and he was in fucking Sweet, Ho- Sweet Home well, Alabama. I think that's Josh what Lucas he's most... was in successful stuff. That's what he's most known for. Yeah. He's talented, he's cute, he kind of looks like everyone else. He's exactly what Hollywood wants. But it didn't quite work out for him in the way I think a lot of people thought it was. Not That's not to say he's not still acting. He's never stopped acting. He's he's the star of, I think he's Jesus Christ in that Katie Holmes secret adaptation. Oh, the one because where, that was the dare, dare to Dream, the secret, where he comes yeah. and he says, hey, Katie Holmes, Dare to Dream. And he's like, and he's like, I'll fix your roof. And she's like, why do you keep showing up? I'll fix your car. Yeah. And the whole time I'm watching this trailer, I'm like, and is he Jesus Christ? Not to be whatever, but he's in Ford versus Ferrari. Like he's not. He's yeah, in I don't want stuff. I don't want to talk about his performance on Ford versus Ferrari because it's maybe one of the mo- it's one of the most offensive performances I saw last year. Right. We hate him. He's doing some very weird <laughs> gay affectation. And I don't know why. Oh, really? And it's like, what is this character choice? And I don't know that the character, like the Ford employee Oof. that he's playing was like known to be effeminate or whatever. It's completely unclear, so it's sort of like, why are you? If he's playing doing a real this? person, the, though, that's tough. He's playing an asshole, and I think he's playing someone. I mean, he's definitely playing a real person, but the way he's doing it is so strange, and it sort of like harkens back to the days where it's like the gay people are the villains. And I was like, I don't like that. His his interpretation of this character, who is like the bad guy up for it, is like. I'm going to talk like this and I'm yeah, going to be like the fancy man doing, in this. Like, maybe he's doing like old uh, kind of fancy UK man. Fancy Bond man. Dandy villain. man. Yeah. Like maybe he's not doing, maybe he's doing, Leo, I'm not giving, but I'm not giving him a He's Leo BB. Shelby Miles needs to be a team player here. And so do you. You're going to tell him or you need me to? Don't go near my daughter. Go on. This is what Mr. Ford wants. Go on now. He expects the Go on. Um, the point is, is that my point, my point in saying that was not to trigger you, but was to basically <laughs> imply that I think Josh Lucas is one of those people where people might be like, where is Josh Lucas as like a funny gag? It's like, where's that guy? But he, he works um, a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. And he does stuff that is relatively prestige. I would say Ford versus Ferrari is pretty prestige. It got nominated for oscars and Best stuff picture, yeah yeah so that's yeah so he's definitely like a thing at least but maybe not like a a-lister he's definitely not an a-lister 
he's definitely a thing. So- 20 hours ago, he posted a picture of people doing yoga and he wrote, there is a global mediation happening right now. Look out for hashtag love heals on Facebook and YouTube right now. I'm telling you, oh these God. fucking people, unbelievable how it's wild to go so far out of your way to say anything helpful and yeah. to post right now. I can't stand up. So he married this woman named Jessica Enriquez in 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a kid. Mm-hmm. And in 2014, they divorced. And then at some point in the past couple of years, they got back together and they've been together, but not married. But they are boring people. Who cares? She's like a writer. If She works in New York. Her her Twitter's the writer Jess. She's a freelancer. Oh wow! What? Okay, no wonder she's talking yeah, shit. Yeah, so she she's is a like, writer. She's kindred. So love her. Let me get this date right. I think it was on Thursday. It was May 29th, Thursday. Uh, no, that's Friday. May 29th, middle of the afternoon. May 29th. Jessica tweets: "Exes are exes for a reason." kissy face emoji <laughs> notes app screenshot and the notes app screenshot oh, says no here comes a notes app screenshot having a child with someone makes you want to forgive them more than you normally would it makes you believe they are better than they are but it really takes a shit human to cheat on their partner correction ex-partner in the middle of a pandemic thank you for reminding me why i left you in the first place I deserve better than this. Our son deserves better than this. And yes, I'm airing this publicly because there are a lot of women accepting much less than they deserve because there are kids in the picture. You're not stupid for hoping, for believing people can change. I see you, heart. Wow. So what is this saying? This saying this is saying that Josh Lucas cheated on his this is saying, girlfriend, don't cheat on ex-wife, a writer mother of the... they're going to write a very good notes app <laughs> and post it. With like 20,000 followers, yeah. like a good amount of followers. Um, because they're gonna they're gonna post about it. She is um, now so telling the world that seems like Josh Lucas cheated on him in the middle of a pandemic. Well, seems like what happened the first time around happened the second time around. Yeah, is yeah. what I'm very cheaters much heavenly cheat. implying. Cheaters cheat. Yeah, cheaters, cheaters cheat. cheat. Can I say a fun thing about Josh Lucas though that I didn't know that like Please. just came up? I'd love a fun thing about Josh Lucas. <laughs> Josh Lucas's full name is oh, Joshua no. Lucas. Easy Dent Marrer. If you're wondering what Easy Dent <sighs> means, Lucas was born Joshua Lucas Easy Dent Marrer. He was given his unra- his rather un- unique middle names because when he was born, his doctor said his birth was so easy, he hit his head on the bedpost. His parents were living on a Native American reservation and chose to name him after, quote, things that happened there. So they called him Easy Dent. His middle name is Easy Dent because he because the birth was so easy that he hit that he quote hit his head on the bedpost. That is how did I not know that about Josh Lucas? <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at a profile of him in The Observer. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> he talked about it to The Observer. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this is confirmed. Okay, okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah, like in the LA Times, uh, it says he was definitely, as he says, a love child born in Arkansas in 1971 and christened Joshua Lucas Easy Dentmar. Quote, my parents lived on an Indian reservation and they named the child based on things that happen. He explains, I came out so easy that the doctor hit my head on the bedpost and dented my head. Oh, so it actually happened. So he flew out. He just flew out of the womb. And it hit, he hit his head huh. on the bedpost. Okay. okay. I, he's know, still, I still don't like him. 
Oh, no, I don't. I'm not saying they should win you over. I'm just saying maybe this is something to remember, help you remember who he is, because I would say he is the last Josh on the list. Now he's the last Josh on the list. Who are the other Joshes? Um, Josh from Hunger Games. Josh uh, Hutcherson. Josh. Um, Dumal. Dumal. Joshua Josh, Jackson, who Josh sometimes Jackson. goes by Josh Jackson. Um, uh, who? Josh oh, Groban. Yes. Josh Brolin. Oh, he has such a smarmy little like little face. Josh. And a smile. Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Yes, so many Joshes. Okay, we can move on. I'm really sorry this happened at the writer Jess. This sounds like he sucks, but now you're out of that relationship. Good. Yeah, for the yeah, get out of there. This is the time. I mean, it's not the time. Bad timing, but get out of there. Bray Johnson. Miranda Wells. There goes my deductible. Don't waste your insurance on this. Why is he taking your bumper? Because he's offered to come over to fix it. You're letting him follow us home. Big news for Banana Bonanza this week. I used my little keyboard and <laughs> I'm my so newfound nervous. my newfound um, skill set. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to teach myself GarageBand and like loops and making beats. And so I got to say, before I do this, I did all of this. I didn't use a, I didn't use a sample beat or a sample loop. I just created this all with my little keyboard and it's a nightmare. I did borrow one melody, which you'll notice at the end from Chromatica, but that's fine. The, the final sax. I have to say beat. This did come out w good, but the funniest, most disturbing <laughs> thing about your new hobby is that you already have an audience for this. It's an undeserved <laughs> audience for your music. You somehow already have. Well, it's, I'm taking a cue from Ansel Elgort. You know, he was like, I'm already acting. I may as well be, I may as well release Thief. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking true. <laughs> true, true. Bobby's like, I'm a DJ now. <laughs> I'm a DJ now. Well, no, I'm not a DJ now. I'm just you're a music a, producer. I'm a musician. I'm an artist. I'm oh, music, you're an artist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, let's play it. Let's play it. Let's I'm a, I think I'm officially, I think with this, I'm officially a multi-hyphenate. So okay. let's, <laughs> if I had a Wikipedia, it would it would say podcaster and mm -hmm. underground house musician. Oh, so. <laughs> okay, here we go. No, fully underground, like burrowing. <laughs> E-N-A-N-A, -N -A. what will these two do today? Coffee, blocks, daily tasks, only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-N-A-N-Z-A, it girl and a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs, while others share their photographs. B-E-N-A-N-A, -N -A. let's update their dossier. Before we move on, I just want to go over some of the lyrics of the theme song, just because it is iconic. Um, my favorite parts, I have to say, are It Girl and a Divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs. B-E-N-A-N-A. -N -A, let's update their dossier. What will these two do today? Coffee walks, daily tasks, only sometimes wearing masks. <laughs> oh, my God. My chair just broke. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens when excited. you listen to my music. That's well, what my I music does to people. I got too excited uh. that I broke the chair. To be fair, it was it's vintage, so well, then I have to go get another chair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm not joking. Oh god. I mean, you know, it'll work. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> I got so excited about Bobby's song I broke my chair and now we're moving on to what Bana what is the banana bonanza of the week? Mm -hmm. I mean, these people 
they don't stop. They don't. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm impressed by them. I. Um. I'm. A, I'm a little annoyed by them, but they still fascinate me. You know. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's why we like them so much because we hate them. We hate to love them. You know. We Here didn't... are some sample headlines. Wait, yeah. go go on. What, what, what? Well, I'm saying last week I I think I cut a little bit because we didn't really get into it of the fact that Ben, uh, Anna met Ben's kids. Mm-hmm. That was like a yeah. big deal. There were the first images, and I don't even know why they let them take pictures of this, but they paraded the kids down the street. I I think that that's actually the more shocking thing. Like yeah. that's more shocking than the fact that it actually happened because you're sort of think like Jen's very protective of these children. She's very protective of Ben. Like she doesn't want yes Ben to to give Ben false hope in a way. You know, like yes. But to have her be okay with. Yes. Walking them all down the street in front of the photographers is really, it's weird and unexpected for her. For the I two know. of them, I all they know. want is to be photographed. But for Jen to be okay with it is strange. It it con- It's very confusing. Just the, the paparazzi of, of it as, of it all, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm very confused at like kind of the mindset behind doing that in a way. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so what else? There's pictures of him. There was I mean, a photo. It was like, they're going on a road trip. But it's like, I don't... If they went on a road trip, they weren't gone more than a day. Because it's like, he got coffee and they got in the car and she brought her dog. They like, went on a road trip to the nearest Dunkin' Donuts. They went on a road trip to the nearest Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. And then later on, they were looking at property together. And I don't know why. I don't know. Why. There's these. There are these photos of her. There, The photos of them looking at property got headlines for two reasons one they were looking at property together like a new build of a big building oh it got pressed because it means that they're gonna move and in it got together pressed because she was in like a chic tie-dye sweatsuit <laughs> okay so fortunately they are both wearing masks and the headline which you pointed out is very strange it's um ben affleck <laughs> checks out new property with girlfriend anna de armas as their quarantine romance continues to go from strength to strength <laughs> I think that's they the Daily it, Mail headline. But I think that's the way that's their way of saying it gets stronger, but somehow it got miscommunicated from that. Like their romance if, if they just said their romance gets stronger, that would be a more concise way to say this, but the Daily Mail, you know, is never concise. As their quarantine romance goes from strength, strength to, to strength. strength. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. That's really weird. Right. So they're looking at property. I I'm reading this as I'm not willing to look too deeply into this. Like, I don't necessarily think they're moving in. Number one, Ben has a great house. It's either she's... <laughs> Have it's you been either, there? <laughs> it's easy. I know that he just bought that big house. Like, why would he move? Okay. I, I, I would guess that either A, she's in the market to move into a place alone. Right, like she right, wants right, to buy right, a house right. Or he's and he's her. like, I'll come with you, baby. Uh-huh. Or... This is just a thing that they do together. Some people just look at open houses or, for fun, especially when you're rich in Los Angeles. Can I suggest a third option? They're mm. not looking at property at all. They're just looking at a house and pointing. No, because they went inside. They were with the they were that's with a realtor. They're they went the inside realtor. with the okay, realtor. Okay, yeah. Okay. 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 Fine. They fine. did go into a building. Shout out to Banana for choosing one of the worst times to uh, go uh, real estate hunting. <laughs> I mean, truly, um, these two just do it again and again and again. They, yeah. It's a terrible time to start a new relationship as two celebrities, but they made it work. A terrible time to introduce your, your girlfriend to the kids, but I guess they made it work. And a terrible time to find a new place to live, but it looks like these two are going to make it work. Strong, mm-hmm. Strength and strength. Strength to strength. 
From strength to strength, here's a caption from The Hollywood Life. The multi-hyphenate Hollywood A-lister appeared upbeat as he balanced several iced coffees, snacks from Dunkin' Donuts, and two Amazon packages in his arms. That's how I imagine Ben Affleck constantly. Oh, holding yeah. Amazon packages, Dunkin', and coffee. Yeah. He has three coffees, by the way. That's very strange. I think maybe one of them was for Ben, because we know Ben, uh, sorry, Matt. Matt Matt Damon went over to Ben's house recently. Well, you don't know if they... it was the same day. Maybe one of it was for the realtor. Maybe one of it was for the nanny. <laughs> one of maybe <laughs> You never know who that iced coffee could be for. This last thing is a People exclusive, just a classic anonymous source getting way too, way too personal. Ben Affleck getting serious with Ana de Armas says source, quote, she's a great influence. And this is what the friend says in the latest issue of People. They are enjoying their time together. He makes her laugh, and she's a great influence. They safely visit with his family, and he works to make sure he is healthy and present for his family. His priority will always be his children and making that work. Which is like, yet again, kind of saying nothing, but desperately trying to be like, he's a good dad. Right, but like, not that I know anything about Ben Affleck, but I would also argue from what we know, this is a better vibe than the going taking your ex playboy model girlfriend to the arby's drive through that you love so much do you remember those <laughs> photos like i'll yeah. always compare that because that was like maybe the lowest that we'd seen him in paparazzi photos in aside from that smoking picture that everyone likes to point out where he looks like really depressed you know this mo- mm-hmm. the picture where he's like depressed smoke yeah everyone's like uh, 2019 that's me remember that photo oh, okay um, <laughs> yeah 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 before 2020 proved to be worse than 2019 ever could imagine, mm. honey. Okay. These photos, though, being like humorous, all, he does look lighter in step and body and face mm-hmm. and hair, body, face than he has in previous in photos, paparazzi photos with ex-girlfriends. Yep. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, okay, now we can move on. Banana Bonanza over. I like that you um, flanked the happy couple getting stronger and stronger, but by two divorce, by two breakups. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but <laughs> it's okay. this story just happened yesterday, Sunday. So Thomas Middleditch. What an iconic, iconic follow up, have to say. Last time we talked about Thomas Middleditch, it was because he had done an interview in, I think, Playboy, where it he was, was like, yeah, my wife and I. I was really bored by our sex life and I was like, hey, we should start going to sex parties and like swinging parties and we should start like opening up the marriage a little bit um, and have more fun. And my wife was like, I'm not into it. The way that he told this story, it was like... It sounded like coercion. Right. You're like, your wife (laughs) didn't want to do this, but you did. And you said to her, the only way we're going to make this marriage work is if we do this. And so she did it. Seems bad. the, the 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 story was that my wife and I like doing this. It was I like doing this and I had to convince my wife to do it and she didn't seem into it. Here's the quote. Quote, only after I got married was I like, Molly, I'm sorry, but we have to get non-traditional here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> to her credit, Great instead idea. of saying, fuck you, I'm out, she was like, let's figure this out. That's the, that's the, those are the words of a woman who's down to clown. <laughs> <laughs> let's figure this let's out. Let's figure this out, Tom. It seems... As if she could not figure it out because here's the Us Magazine lead throwing in the towel. Thomas Middleditch and his wife, Molly Gates, have separated after more than four years of marriage. Gates, 35, fell for divorce from the Silicon Valley star at 38, citing irreconcilable differences. We know what those were. In court (laughs) documents obtained by People, the documentation was filed on Thursday, May 28th, with the day of separation listed as May 22nd. Um... We can't even call this one a quarantine divorce because the well, signs we were why. there months ago. And now we know why it was really bad because he, they were trapped together and he could only have sex with her. <laughs> and, and he was like, <laughs> oh this is God, boring. You're so right. 
He was like, this sucks. Oh, he, um, was, he was like, I didn't open our marriage to swinging for nothing. Oh, God. So I'm sure she, it just really seemed like there was, you, you can't judge a book by its cover, but the photos of her, she, after knowing the stories, after knowing the context, the, the photos of the two of them always look so tragic because he's clearly a fame-hungry, like... Hollywood dude yeah, and she's yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. not and she always looked a little sad in these photos so it's sort of like I'm so I'm so proud of her <laughs> get out of there I know Please. I'm like because it's so funny people thought the, sh- the other shoe was going to drop sooner it did take a significant amount of time mm-hmm. for this to go through like this mm-hmm. Playboy interview is from uh, from 2019 September 2019 September. like a long time ago right he was doing promo for the final season of Silicon Valley right, yeah. and now he's doing promo for like that improv show or something on Netflix that he just did mm-hmm. not that he's doing promo for it but I mean that's like where we're at now in terms of his career but oh god and I forgot I'm looking at this at this quote that I forgot we have different speeds and we argue over it constantly but it's better than feeling unheard and alone and it's like, oh, God, you have different speeds and you argue over it constantly. This is not going it's to end like, well. We don't need to hear this. This is getting too specific. Everyone kind of clowned him because he got so specific. And everyone was like, it's so obvious your wife isn't into it. And mm-hmm. even if like the wife wasn't into it and then she got into it, this is still not the way to describe that. Like it mm-hmm. didn't it, it still didn't make sense or whatever. Now we have clear evidence that like it, there was a misunderstanding. And yeah. now he can swing freely. Or I guess you can't swing if you're not with someone. That's the whole I point of swing. swinging. <laughs> right, well. yeah. Moving on. Do we want to talk about Jessica? Well, I was going to say, like, do we have to talk about this? <laughs> we don't have to. It's just that Chriselle now, ju- I think it's the only well, thing Are you thing watching Selling Sunset? This. Just talk about Selling Sunset. Yet. No, 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 no. I, I, have, to, I have to finish it and I don't want to. So when are you going to talk about it? At some point. I just think it's funny that Justin Hartley dumped one soap star for another soap star. It's very funny that he has a specific type and that type is woman soap who's star. on a soap opera. But I do appreciate that he dumped this. He dumped Chriselle and fa- and went back to an old co-worker and was like, what up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Hi, was like, me. hey, it's me. Like your old co-worker, Justin Hartley from This Is Us. It's Anyways, me. soap stars do like to stick together. That is very they true. They do. God, a lot of relationship news today, which is fine, whatever, I'll take it. Did you know? I did not. Did you know? What? That Nina Dobrev and Sean White were dating? We talked about it. We mentioned it briefly. Yeah, we did. Because this is confirmation. We didn't have confirmation. There was one photo. There was a paparazzi photo of them that was in every single tabloid. We're walking down the street with a dog. With a bike. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And maybe a dog. But definitely a bike. And everybody was like, oh, this is... It's what's so funny about this relationship is that there's no opinion. It's just, oh, <laughs> good for that. You know what I mean? Like I, I saw it and I was like, oh, nice. And then like I thought about everything else in my whole life. You know, everything I've ever been through. Wait, like it didn't matter. This it is just... this is the opinion on Sean White and Nina Dobrev. Here it is. Hey, uh, Tr- uh, Trisha, did you hear that Sean White and Nina Dobrev are are dating each other? They're dating each other. Sean White and Nina Dobrev. 
What? They're dating. Sean White and Nina Dobrev are dating. They're in a relationship. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the reason we know this is because she posted this. They're like acting <laughs> and Sean White's hair is long, but like cute long. I don't know. In the first photo, he has like kind of a wild haircut and he's got this long-ish hair, but it is by no means unflattering and it totally looks good in my opinion. I don't know. It Like it looks fine. And Nina Dobrev's posing with these scissors and he's posing looking like, oh no, she's got scissors. And then if you click the next photo in the carousel, his hair is mostly gone or it it's not even mostly gone, just a big chunk of it's gone. And Nina's holding hit like the clumps of hair she cut off. It's it's kind of gross in a way. I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I also want to like say it. I'd forgotten this, but just so the all the information that whatever Sean White was, you know, that he was sued for sexual harassment. This was in yeah, yeah. 2016. Yeah, you remember this. This wasn't that long ago. No, really, really weird, bad stuff. It was one of those, um, he somehow got a pass on things, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know what happened there. And it was also 2016, so it was kind of before people were louder about it, and people were paying fully attention, full attention to it. True, oh, but they, it's, it's all out there. He Oh, it's all out there. Yeah. And what happened was, they got an out-of-court settlement in May 2017. Mm, mm, interesting. 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 Oh. <laughs> okay. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, what is next on here? Oh, and a mystery man. This is great because this is a mystery man that no one cares to look into. <laughs> so, a lot of these, we've seen a lot of mystery men and women in this pandemic because they're wearing masks. And whenever a celebrity is with someone that the press can't identify, they are the mystery man or a mystery woman, mystery See, person. I'm telling you, it is the, we're at the low point of, of actual society, but we are at the high point of mystery man culture. Mm-hmm. You can't deny it. I mean, this is not a value judgment because it's terrible out there. But we mm-hmm. are at a high point of mystery man culture. It is mystery man after mystery man out there. And mystery woman. The intrigue is strong. So Tori DeVito kissed a mystery man one year after her split from Jesse Lee Soffer. Was Jesse Lee went- Soffer the man? They both were on Chicago. They were both on the Chicago shows. That was like, we talked about yes. her last time. And it was They like, were both on Chicago. They're dating each other. And they're both on the Chicago shows. Mm-hmm. They and the thing, if you're on one Chicago show, you're on all the Chicago shows, at least partly. Oh yeah, because um, you gotta have a cro- they, they're the iconic crossovers of our time. Do you know the other thing that he's most famous for? No, Wait, which one? Her the Mystery Man or the other guy? No, the old guy, Jesse Lee Soffer, who's now on Chicago PD and Chicago Man and Chicago uh-huh, Fire. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What? He was Bobby Brady in the Brady Bunch movies. Oh, that's huge for me personally. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I didn't know that. He's Bobby Brady. Did you say that last time? I don't think so. Okay. Oh my god, he's also the little brother in From the Mixed Up Files of Mrs. Basil E. Frank Wheeler, which was one of my favorite books growing up and one of my favorite movies growing up because it was a cute TV movie. But he is not the mystery man. We are not talking about Well, what am I supposed to say about this mystery man? He's wearing a mask, they're in the poppy field, but they went to the poppy fields late, so all the poppies are dead. (laughs) 
Well, Did you I, notice well, this? I wonder why they're dead. It's because the likes of Tenashi and everyone else rolled all over them last week or the week before. <laughs> oh, what's the just I'm famous ca- people who I'm just calling out Tenashi, but I'm just because I saw a picture of her at the poppies. She's fine. But like the point Tinashe is, is, is that, good. Uh, Tenashi is good. A lot of people been rolling over these poppies. No wonder they're dead. <laughs> Why did they even go? Why did they post the photo if the poppies are mostly dead? Just I, don't post I the photo. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell Ugh. you. Can I just, a funny headline from when they were, the two Chicagos were dating each other? The two Chicagos. September 6, 2018, exclusive. Jesse Lee Soffer confirms Tori DeVito relationship, colon. It's great. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, I remember covering this. It's great. It's great. It's great. Also great. This is not. This is not Vemi. I really just. I love the honesty here, uh, from Octavia, Octavia Spencer, who is a them, but I would call Ma a who. Ma's a who, right? Sure. Ma's a who. Octavia Spencer's a them. She put on Instagram. Uh, Ma is a who. Am I crazy sure. in thinking this is so funny? Wait here. I'll she tell posted you. on Instagram. Hey y'all. Sitting out here in the backyard. Drinking some sangria and some potato chips. Listening to Ronnie Millsap. Celebrating my birthday. The big 5-0. Yeah, I know. I've been saying I'm 48. But the internet will always win. <laughs> People putting dates, numbers. I thought we went to school together. I'm 50. How are you 48? <laughs> Because I want to be. Because I want to be. And so she's just saying. Wait, so she <laughs> finally like, is just giving in that she's 50, not 48? She's just like, I can't get away with it anymore. Yes, I'm 50. I'm not 48. She was lying about being two years younger. Well, and then you know she's she's over it now. It's great. What's funny about this that I think is a possible explanation for all of this is that Octavia Spencer got advice from like a much older actress to be like, just lie about your age. What are they going to do? Find out. And the answer is like nowadays. Yes. Like they are going to find out, but that's a very like old school, you know, uh-huh. trick that they wouldn't yeah. fi- No one would find out. You could say you were like born on a farm in West Virginia and nobody would fact check you at all. You could just like say whatever you wanted. I just Googled how old is Ma, which I wouldn't tell you not to Google because you don't really get anything useful. Does, was Ma, is Ma just Octavia Spencer's age, age or is Ma younger? Because if I want to make sure that we get Ma's correct age now, Ma is two years older also. Wait, Ma's 52? No, how old is Ma? I don't know. How old is Ma? The thing is, Ma is the same age as, uh, who's the other person in that? Luke Evans? How old is Ma? Ma's playing young. So Luke Evans in that movie is 41. So Ma, you want to say is like 40. How old is Ma supposed to be? The thing is, Luke Evans Evans plays younger and older than he is. But let's just say Ma is probably in her early to mid 40s. Because they were all supposed to be classmates in that movie. I just want to say, if you thought that Ma was a certain age, you have to add two years to Ma's age too. Now is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So just please, oh, that's true. Now please I see know that you have that Ma now is slightly older now as well. Well, because we're we're talking about Ma, who's a who. That's why we're talking mm-hmm. about Octavia Spencer, who is a there. <laughs> and then all that seems so trivial now. I'm grateful to be turning fifty, especially right now when we've lost so many. We've lost so many. Remember this time last year? We talked about deferring your joy. Now, if you did not look for the joy between May 24th this time last year until now, just let that sink in. 
But the good Lord has a way of making us prioritize things. And I think that's what this crazy pandemic is doing. Figure out what's important to us. Who? The next one is very brief, but a very fun article because it literally means nothing. Uh, David Williams. It's two people I don't know, which I like. Sometimes, you know, when you get two people you don't know and they're not um, uh, love at first sight people. What, are the, what show is that? Love at first. Oh, love is love nice is, day fiance. Love is yeah. love is. Because if they're those people, I'm like, oh, moving on. Because I, cl- you know? I almost clicked on a, one of those love is whatever stories. And I was like, who are they? And I was like, oh, they're them. Like, right. I can't deal with these Netflix well, that's like, the, stars. That's Shut what up. I'm saying. It's like if you click, if you we click a lot of those pieces, but then we find out they're from either a TV show that we don't watch or like is that you rarely come across it where it's two people you don't know and they're not involved in those things. And so this one was exciting because it was two people who weren't. And it says David Williams. Walliams, Williams, but Williams, but spelled weird. 48. Well, well, I think Walliams. Walliams, quote, sets his sights on a romance with Ashley Roberts, 38, after sending her flirty messages in lockdown. And you're like, who are these people? Okay. Ashley Roberts is a pussycat doll. Incredible. Got it. And David Williams is a Britain's Got Talent star who used to date, who used to date, Caroline Flack, her best friend, Lou Teasdale, who is a makeup artist. And he, he's Whoa. a comedian, I guess. He's a comedian who was on Britain's Got Talent. Whoa. Okay. And he reached out to a radio station. Oh, no, no. Okay. okay she, no, she, no, sorry. <laughs> What's so funny about the Daily Mail is they call her a pussycat doll. Then they call her a heart breakfast presenter. So, like, it's very confusing as to who it is and what their job is. So, Pussycat Doll Ashley Roberts is also Heart Breakfast presenter 38. That's the same person. He reached out to okay. her directly okay. and said he hopes to date her once coronavirus lockdown is is lifted. Hopes to date her. He hopes to date her. And what's funnier about this is that somehow it got to the Daily Mail, even though he reached out. Like, who brought this to the Daily Mail? How did this get here? Not me. <laughs> I didn't leak it. So I'm so that's it. That's literally that's literally it. Yeah. Like I don't know and she there's no inter, there's no information about her response to him. There's no oh uh, she said maybe. She said okay. She said leave me alone or she said I block you. <laughs> Pretty funny. It's very weird. Right? This is weird. It's very It's almost weird. like too it's almost too strange for me to take in. There's far too much to take in here. We don't know how this got to the Daily Mail, but I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for it. Are you? I guess I'm grateful for it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's move on. I'm more grateful for the next story, which is a really, which is, the thing is, it's a takedown, but it's also going to fall on deaf ears. Nothing's going to, these people are not going to suffer consequences for this. Maybe, maybe in in a sense, it's like they will lose a little bit of money, but it's not like Kylie Jenner is going to stop scamming or stop being rich or the Kardashians are going to stop being as rich as they are. Like, I just nothing huge is going to happen to people, a... but it's... Don't you think, though, this was such a strange such strange timing? I guess everything feels I like think strange they're... timing, but it almost feels like Kylie and Chris are quote-unquote mad about this, but I would argue that this is just more press to keep them relevant at all. And I would say... At this point, for them, any press is good press unless, like, they literally commit a crime or something. Like, you know what I mean? Or I, I think they that Forbes is embarrassed and really mad. 
I think that so Forbes like, is furious. This. Yeah. But I think they're also realizing that they fucked up as well because I think that Forbes clearly could have done a little more work. They were very willing to believe what the Kardashians were showing them. Well, it's just they were very maybe strange. not being they were not scrutinizing it as much as they maybe should have. And I think that it's a combination of embarrassment, but also like a journal like journalistic integrity where it's like we fucked up, we have to make this right. Kylie Jenner is not a billionaire. Kylie Jenner's business was not as successful as we made it seem. But well, it's just, sure, that's it's it's hard to be it's hard to take this at face value because while I'm like shout out to Forbes for like honestly embarrassing themselves by publishing again that they were wrong like this huge mm-hmm. thing they were just so wrong about but then also I I remember that magazine and I'm sure not to be like the person like clickbait but like I'm sure they sold a good amount of magazines with her face on the cover like yeah they were probably just excited to have her on the cover as she was to be on the cover I that hate to story say it. just got. Not even just like leaving print out of it. Like I'm sure so many people read that story just because it got it was a it got huge so much attention. I Kylie know. Jenner is a billionaire. Kylie Jenner is on the cover of Forbes. She is a billionaire. Everyone talked about that. Everyone it's just was furious. So weird to me that I don't know. I just I would love to see the. It's there's so many things I would love to see the behind the scenes of what actually is going on. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like they're saying a fuck you, but then also it's like you mm-hmm. definitely did. Um, benefit in this story as much as they did so to kind of imply that like Jenner's publicist began a, began a campaign to quote get a Forbes cover for Kylie it's like I'm sure you were also wanting to get a Forbes cover for Kylie why not we want to put Kylie on our cover we're not even a celebrity publication but we would love to have this famous face on our cover because mm-hmm. famous people sell magazine covers as we know so whatever so yeah. what happened the story is is that at the end of 2016 or uh, when did this magazine come out? 2017? Whatever. It was the, on the... It was on uh, 2007. It was the 2017 cover. So yeah. if you guys remember what you definitely do is that Forbes came out with an issue. I don't think we covered it, but or we maybe we implied it, but we didn't talk about it specifically, was that Kylie Jenner had become a billionaire. And it was from... It was from her makeup line. It was from all the things that she had done, but mostly the makeup line, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And that yeah. was big news. And she celebrated it. Sorry, and it, the was, family it was the August it. 2018 cover of Forbes. I was wrong. Not 2017. August 2018 covers of Forbes. So this started in six. The, the talk about this started in 2016. That's insane. So that whole that whole story came out and it was a big thing. Now, in 2020, we get Forbes coming out with a huge article that says, Kylie inside Kylie Jenner's web of lies and why she's no longer a billionaire but you're like maybe she was a billionaire then but not a billionaire now that's interesting news but does that mean that she lied to you back then the answer is yes (laughs) because there's no way so they they kind of outline they outline this entire kind of honestly smear piece against Kylie and against their own issue that they had researched and posted and it's and it so it talks about you know at the end of 2016, you know, there was a after Kim had been on the cover of Forbes for something, I think it was for her video game, the they wanted to get Kylie on the cover and they said, you know, she's close to being a billionaire. She's she's almost a billionaire. It says during me quote, I'm quoting now during meetings at Kris Jenner's palatial uh, Hidden Hills, California state the, with the family accountant's office nearby, Forbes was shown tax returns detailing three hundred and seven million in 2016 revenues and personal income of more than one hundred and ten million for Kylie that year. It would have been enough to put her at number Number two on the Celebrity 100 list, only behind Taylor Swift, the accountant was quick to point out. So they weren't, at first they weren't convinced of this in 2016. Oh, she's mm-hmm. not quite a billionaire yet, right? 
then what happened was two months later, WWD, who, uh, what do they stand for? Women's Wear Daily. Women's Wear Daily. I always Mm -hmm. forget. They used the exact numbers that the Jenners had given Forbes. So basically, they they went to Women's Wear Daily and they said, here are the same numbers again. And they, they basically said, Jenners surpassed the higher figure with ease. Kylie Cosmetics has actually done $420 million in retail sales in just 18 months, Kris Jenner revealed. So basically, they went to a different publication and published, meaning like implying that it had been fact-checked, implying it had been seen through, that, that this company had made $420 million. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to read this to get the full specifics, but they convinced them with paperwork and all this that she had made enough money to be a billionaire, right? And this was through everything else. And I think it was, did the, did Cotty buy Kylie Cosmetics before, when did Cotty buy Kylie's? Before or after the magazine cover? I'm going to find this. We can cut all this out. They bought, they bought it after the magazine cover. They bought it a year later in 2019. (sighs) Okay. So it's like Kylie already won out here. Well, what's funny is that, right, so, like, you're, you're right, like, this magazine cover comes out because they convince them with paperwork that she's a billionaire. And then a year later, a big company buys Kylie Cosmetics. If Kylie wasn't a, mil- wasn't a billionaire before that, she actually may have been after that. But... Yeah, she made a ton of money from that sale just personally, like, mm-hmm. it went directly to her bank account. But mm-hmm. I think what you bolded here is the most important thing. I'm just going to quote it from Forbes. Yeah. Um, more... So that was, like... This is a person speculating about like, well, I don't think this happened. I don't think this happened. It could have been this. It could have been this. Then Forbes writes, more likely, the business was never that big to begin with. And the Jenners have lied about it every year since 2016, including having their accountant draft tax returns with false numbers to help juice Forbes' estimates of Kylie's earnings and net worth. That is fucking wild to show Forbes fake tax documents to get yourself on the cover of Forbes. Like it's literally Trumpian stuff. It's like, it's like lying about everything about your business. The only reason they kind of found this out was because the company had been bought by Cotty. Cotty was then presenting the sales of the company and someone the real said, sales. there's no way that this company could have been making enough money to make that much amount of money in 2016 or 2007, 2018 when you published this cover. Like there's just right. no way that it could have jumped like like that like it's literally right. so it says if kylie cosmetics did 125 million in sales in 2018 how could it have done 307 million in 2016 right. or 330 million in 2017 there's just no way so they're saying like i mean i'm not halsey i haven't read legal textbooks but it seems like they were skirting around some stuff so it's like they have to tell the truth to the company that is buying them right they have to yes, be honest with yes, these things yes. to keep it legal but it's a gray area really if illegal. you lie to the press it's like a gray uh-huh. area to lie to forbes so they can up their notoriety and maybe get the deal like all of this is so ethically fucked that it just shows <laughs> It just shows the way truly rich people make their money. Like you, you can't get as rich as that right. without bending the rules and being deceitful and being. Well, the fucked other up. funny thing was they they insisted that Kylie made the majority of the profits from the makeup, which would again juice her value, her net worth mm-hmm. to be a lot higher. But turns out, like when Cotty bought Kylie Cosmetics, the all this paperwork became public information, and mm-hmm. it turns out that Kris Jenner owns more of the company than they had thought or then 
So, so oh. she, so they say, given the lack of clarity in the history of lies, we're erring on the side of caution, assuming that the trust belongs to Chris Jenner. The trust is called KMJ 2018 uh, Irrevocable Trust. Mm-hmm. It says that means Kylie Jenner owns an estimated 44.1% of Kylie Cosmetics rather than 49. So she owns, and this little bit of percentage means that more of the money is in Chris's, even, even if the money was, was, uh, even if it was reported correctly, even if those numbers weren't juiced on the other side, there's still a percentage that's off in terms of how much Kylie would have specifically gotten herself versus saying how much Kylie Cosmetics has made. Because we're talking about mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner specifically, her net worth, not the worth of the company, not the company itself. Yeah. And and here we go. We have Kylie's response, which is perfect, which is like exactly what you would expect from people who are lying con artists like the Kardashians. <laughs> what am I even waking up to? I thought this was a reputable site. All I see are a number of inaccurate statements and unproven assumptions. Lol. I've never asked for any title or tried to lie my way there ever. Period. Quote, even creating tax returns that were likely forged, unquote. That's your proof? So you just thought they were forged? Like, what am I actually reading? But okay, I'm blessed beyond my years. I have a beautiful daughter and successful business. I'm doing perfectly fine. Where it's like, she knows for a fact, or her lawyers know, and everyone around her knows and told her she can tweet these things. She knows that they cannot get her tax returns. They kn- She knows that they're safe. She knows she never has to tell them the truth. And she knows she already got away with it. She already got away with it. So right, why would true. she have to admit Not- it? Only in, did in she get away with it. She, her company bought her brand, and it fucking sunk and she made in out value. Like gangbusters. It sunk she, in value, even if yeah. it even if it didn't sunk, sunk as sink as much as they're saying it sunk, which is it literally as a lot of people said is impossible for a company to to sink that much. It still mm-hmm. is so much less valuable now, and she it made out like a bandit, whether she's she a made billionaire out like or not. A she is now rich as fuck. She has hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, I'm sorry, like the moment you are that rich, it doesn't matter if she's not a billionaire anymore. She has, she's, it's obscene. So it, she wins and she knows she won. She can tweet this as much as she wants because she knows she can't be second guessed now because at this point she's gotten away with it. The funny thing is it says Forbes has downgraded Kylie's net worth from more than a 1 billion to just under 900 million. As if, I'm sorry, when you're talking about that much money, it's like, that's a drop in the bucket. Like, who fucking cares? They're just pissed that they got hoodwinked by these con artists to put her on this cover and give her this kind of award. And and obviously, no one's going to care about that right now. So they're especially getting away with it. It's they're disgusting she tweeted before she tweeted these things she said like there are a 10 million other things that i could worry that you could worry about right now than this and then she tweeted these things it's like oh i thought i thought you were saying there were other things to worry about 900 million dollar like give some of that money this whole family is so annoying and now and then the son published this piece that was just like an insider said, quote, Chris, who reportedly gets 10% of Kylie's deals, is in panic mode. Kylie She's won't not. answer the phone for Chris, and Chris is at a loss for who to trust. The source added, Chris is petrified Kylie could sack her. <laughs> She's not going to cut her off. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, time for tabloid talk. First of all, Lori's on the cover of two. Us Weekly and People. Us Weekly, the headline is why Lori confessed, and People's headline is why she finally confessed. <laughs> um <laughs> The most notable thing that I want to call out first on the four main trash ones, Us Weekly is kind of mid-tier, people's top tier. All of these are bottom tier. Star, okay, No, we're talking bottom tier. Style. Okay, star, life. Yeah, these are the, trif- the All, what's a trifecta but four. Quadrec, trof, tr- quadru, 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 quadruplet. 
quadruple, quadruple, the quad, quadruple, the quad. So the quad, every single one of them has the same sponsored story on the front, and the sponsored story is so bad i cannot believe it's on all of them it's mama june's arch nemesis speaks stirring the pot and it's about this woman jennifer lamb i do not watch honey boo boo or mama june whatever hot to not because she is a disgusting despicable person who deserves no attention whatsoever it's a wee tv ad but i cannot believe that wee tv paid for this placement on every single one of them and i feel like there's actually something infuriatingly unethical about this because it's actually it says uh, we TV on it and it says sponsored but it calls it an exclusive and so it's like I don't think you're allowed to call it an exclusive when it's word for word the exact same thing in every single magazine the only thing that changes is like the the um the interview captions where it says Jennifer says this and then they they call it star or in touch or okay where it's I like, just love that but you're that's saying a lie that okay magazine star live and silent in touch are unethical <laughs> Well, I, because it's like so many of these things, I understand how you can get, I understand how you can get away with a lot of these headlines on the cover. It's like, sure, all of these tabloids are lies. That's the whole industry. But I think when it's an ad, I thought the ads were held to a higher standard. So it's sort of like, how are the ads getting away with this? We know that the editorializing can be lies, 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 but. Right. But also not to be whatever, but like. I'm sure these tabloids will take whatever they can get. I'm sh- they're happy to sell placement on the cover. Sure, like but that. I just think the language is like, like that's it's so obviously not an exclusive. It's right. on everything, and it's I mean, word for word. Has, it's not even minor changes. Oh my god! But when has an exclusive from any of these things actually been an exclusive? It's yeah. so rare that they even that they don't lie about exclusive. I mean, it's it's never. Uh, I mean, you have Matthew Perry exclusive photos. Those aren't exclusive photos. There's yeah. no fucking way. Maybe you're the only one who bought them. Maybe you're the only one who shilled out for those terrible photos of Matthew Perry looking terrible. I mean, it's just... Meanwhile, we can start with, okay, Cher turned 74, in hiding and in love, and then a circle that says, last seen in public 168 days ago. It's like, bitch, same. You know, like, (laughs) who has been seen in public since 168 days ago? Romance with boy toy 27. I mean... I have to say, like, I think Cher would approve of this of this headline. I like this Even cover it's because it's trying to it's trying to have it both ways. It's trying to be like, yes, sexy mama's getting it, getting it in with a young guy, but also like mystery illness. She could be dead soon. It's like trying to do both things at once. I know that's true. Which is she really wouldn't funny. like that. She wouldn't like that. She wouldn't like <laughs> no. that. No mystery like illness. That. Then you have these um, Matthew Perry photos, which I don't want to get into. You have a Kanye no. West thing, which is a continuation of the story from last time on Star. You have uh, Alex Trebek, How I'm Beating Cancer. He's back. Uh, uh, okay, he's uh, not wa- shooting again, though. Joaquin and Rooney having a girl, which I don't even think I'm has been so confirmed. surprised they made it to the cover. Really? How did these two make it to the cover? I'm Who gives that, a shit? I'm not that surprised. But I don't know like, if that's Like, whenever true. you have an in-touch, Leo and Camilla Alves finally engaged. Like, how did that not beat out Rooney Mara and Joaquin Wait, Phoenix having a baby engaged? girl? Well, it says finally engaged. Exclamation mark. mark. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> but you're but we're we're glossing over the headline of Star, which is Megan and Harry, neighbors, neighbors from, from hell. hell. And my favorite my favorite <laughs> quote of the week, which is quote from an anonymous source, quote, if you ask her <laughs> I can't even read it. If you ask her about Archie, she snaps. <laughs> <laughs> then you have life and style. 
with a Melania cover, which is despicable. Despicable, mm, despicable. Melania cover. Just like I'm glossing over that. Despicable positive Melania cover. I hate it so much. And also think about the Melania cover inside. It's like celebrate the second birthday of like her Be Best campaign. It's like the Be Best campaign is nonsense. It's dead nothing. in the water. Why are we celebrating also? the two year anniversary of Be Best? Of a no- do of literally anything. a nothing. Yeah, I mean. That's one of those things where, like, you know, Trump is in bed with half of the publishers of any of these mm-hmm. magazines or uh, it's just like it's so fucking terrible. So here's here's an example of that. In Touch, you have Mary-Kate and Ashley destroyed by fame, which is I feel like they get these covers every time they come up in the news. They just get this cover again, like this cover just comes back or whatever. But now it's the based on the divorce, you know. And these two are not destroyed. These two are not destroyed. They've be been fine. famous since they were since they flew out of the womb and hit their head on a on a dent, <laughs> like dented their head on the on the what a bedside bar or whatever it is, you know. Like they're fine. Her marriage fell apart. That's fine. She'll okay, get over. Then it. you have which has now become my favorite part of any of these tabloids leo and camilla finally engaged and i was like bobby are they and he there's actually a question mark so the answer (laughs) is it's not even like they know to be true they're just asking also i'm asking they're asking asking. and the answer is we don't know us weekly we got lori uh, tearful last night with daughters it's not her last night she's not in prison yet it's not her last night she's not going to she hasn't even been she has not even been sentenced yet. None of that is happening until the end of the summer. This is so stupid. Right. Then you have People, which is obviously trying to be a little more highbrow. So you have Anna meets oh, Ben's God. kids. Comparing the, you got to tweet the two covers, the two Lori covers, because you got a really nice uh, duality of coverage in Us mm. Weekly and People. Minor the... differences, but significant. Yeah. Matt Lauer has no business being on the cover. It's not about a feud. He's a rapist. Then we... We pulled out a few things from the inside because the covers are one thing, but the inside is another thing. We talked about how Kristen Chenoweth is like, everywhere, you know, faxing her photos to the tabloids. And <laughs> here the, she is again. The tabloids are so much the tabloids for the past few years. We've talked about this, have been just aggregating Instagram stories. I mean, Instagram photos and putting them in print. What we have here is Kristen Chenoweth sending photos that are if not exclusives to these individual tabloids, exclusive to print, which is fascinating to me. She's like sending them high quality photos from like her DSLR to these people oh, yeah, that she's doing in quarantine posed. with her country star boyfriend. They're so fully posed. It's unbelievable. It's kind of unbelievable that actually she's able to produce a photo that's so fully posed that they would normally get. She's doing it herself and she's doing it honestly with skill. She's in a Winnie the Pooh onesie. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I want know. to reiterate that Kristen Chenoweth is posing in a Winnie the Pooh onesie in front of pizza boxes and her boyfriend playing an acoustic guitar while she's snuggling with her it's, furry little dog. It's honestly... There it's, are no answers to these questions. It's honestly... It's, no... as, it's as puzzling as the Farrah Fawcett puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read this. Grin and Barrett, actress Kristen Chenoweth, stayed comfy in a Winnie the Pooh onesie while chowing down on pizza with boyfriend Josh Bryant and their pup, Thunder. Though the couple have been dating since 2018, the bubbly blonde isn't sure if they're, oh, they'll ever head down the aisle. I don't know if I need a ring, she confessed. I just need the commitment, and I get that. This is this is the equivalent. Remember when you had people over to your house? This is the equivalent of inviting someone to your house. Let's say I invited Lindsay. Come over to my apartment. We'll watch a movie. And Lindsay shows up in a Winnie the Pooh costume. And I don't say a word about it. That is what's happening here. Why is she wearing the Winnie the Pooh onesie? I just think None of them seem to care. To think, okay, thought experiment. If we weren't mid-pandemic, would this picture of 
Kristen Chenoweth, a dog, a pizza, and a boyfriend playing guitar <laughs> two have pizzas. made two uneaten would pizzas this and a boyfriend. Photo have made the tabloid. No. 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 Okay. I'll agree. I've never I've never been more certain of anything. I'll no. agree. I'll agree. Okay, what's next? Skip this one. Who cares? Um another... I just think it's funny that Linda Perry's wearing her like <laughs> her, her like at leisure hat. Her hat. She loves her big hat. Um, um, another one we got Brooke, Brooke Burke, Burke, who's also definitely sending photos directly to the paparazzi. This I is mean, a brand new photo. This is a f- very high quality photo of her in her home gym. She's promoting her fitness app. Do not care. And then there's this photo, which is under the um, feature stars behaving badly. Wait, I'm sorry. And what it's is a, this photo? And it's an Instagram photo. I think she shared it on Instagram. It's an Instagram photo that Molly Sims shared of what her is this? at the foot of at the foot of her. It's one of the weirdest photos this? I've ever seen. It's Molly Sims, and she's barefoot in jeans and a sweater, cuddling her dog, who looks like the Shaggy Dog, and she's drinking wine, smiling. And okay. behind her, <laughs> behind her, she's sitting on the floor. Behind her, her three children, her three young children, are in their pajamas, literally tied <laughs> up. Tied up to like arms through the banisters of the staircase as if they are in prison, tied up, looking dead, looking dead. I mean, clearly they're like having fun with it, but like it's like a, it's like three, it's like two toddlers and a preteen who are tied to the chairs in like a photo shoot for like not chairs the. The, the stairs, the right? Stairs. In like a funny comedy photo shoot for their mom. Like, they're like, okay, we're going to do like a pro- project. <laughs> I'm sorry. This just reminds, this is like, it's, this is the most like inappropriate mom humor, you know? We don't want prison imagery in this. <laughs> like, no prison imagery. I just, it's just such the wrong time to be like, we're going to do a gag where we like tape our kids' mouth shut and, and be like, ha ha ha. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. This is like a greeting card gone wrong, you know? And the caption here was, I'm looking at the one on on Instagram, like I'm finding the original from yeah. May 15th. The caption, how to enjoy your Friday night. You're welcome. The comments, let's go through them. The first one, Rebecca Gayhart. Rebecca Gayhart Dane. She commented, at Molly Sims. And Jennifer Garner, who should be above this, commented, clap, 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 heart. Well, on its ba- most base level, it's obviously a very understandable gag, but it's such utterly mom humor that it's like, e- if you step right outside that box, you can see how like this can't. is, you know. But if you're in, but if you're inside that, you're like, oh, don't I, I know it? Like glug glug glug. <laughs> I cannot yeah. deal with one of the other top comments, which is from an Instagram account called Quarantined Mamas, who commented. Is it acceptable to leave the kids there all weekend? No, okay. I'm kidding, no. of course. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding, of course. Sorta crying, laughing. And then uh, I clicked on quarantine mamas. No. It's just It all... only has 614 <laughs> followers, but it's uh, two people sharing favorite products, local services, orgs to support, drinks to sip, workouts to try, recipes to follow, shores to stop. And it's only followed. We only have one mutual follow on Who Weekly. Can you guess the mutual follow? There's only of one. Quarantine who mamas? Li- there, there's only one. Who? Who follows Quarantined Mamas? Who? I'm going to give you one hint. She's newly iconic to specifically me. What? Who? 
Give me because I'm hand. now ingesting some pop culture that I hadn't before. Chris and now I'm Oh, Sopranos. Dr- uh, Dr- uh, Sopranos? Sopranos. Yes. yes is it yes. Jamie Lynn Sigler? It's Jamie Lynn Sigler. <laughs> she is she loves quarantine following mamas. the quarantined mamas. Quarantine mamas. Maybe she is quarantine mamas. But we should get to Rita. We got to get to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She's still doing stuff. My favorite thing that she did was she was um, the in a Vogue headline entitled Six Things Keeping Rita Ora Sane at Home. This is in, this is a wild list. That yeah, are keeping Rita such, Ora sane. Also, she's is, not home. She's at a rental. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know. And she and this is also such a bad list. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, what's the list? One, I've been spending time in my studio, which again, it's just they shipped her some stuff inside her Airbnb rental in the, in the forest. Probably looks like what your setup looks like. It's yeah, literally like a two keyboard on, on a table. table and two speakers. Yeah. Two, I'm exploring mixology. That's Spawn because That's it's Spawn about her Prospero tequila. tequila brand. Uh-huh, picture mm-hmm. of her tequila. Three, I've been reading a lot. Uh, she's been, quote, reading a lot. I I just like... Here's a I don't want to be rude, but I don't believe it. I well, don't so want to be rude, but I don't two books. It. One is George Saunders and one is... Uh, Ingmar Bergman. Uh-huh. Great, great, great. Then there is four, I'm experimenting with makeup. I do believe that because I've seen the proof. So she's experimenting with her face in different colors and shades. Um, five, I'm spending time in the countryside. That's literally where your Airbnb is, okay? <laughs> then there's a photo of her watching six nursing pigs, which is sweet in its way. Uh-huh. And six, I'm catching up on sleep. <sighs> Last but not least, Must catching nice. up on restful sleep has been so important for me and my mental health. Let's be honest. Time is sort of non-existent these days. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. It's just funny how everything ages instantly. Like everything is, mm. everything ages. Everything seems, everything seems, you know, like it was from six months ago, two days after it was published. Yeah, um, especially when, yes, especially when it's, when it's stuff Aura. like this. Yeah. Rita Ora shows off her hourglass curves and tiny zebra print bikini as she enjoys an ice lolly in the sunshine. <laughs> Ice lolly in British talk is uh, ice pop, I think. Popsicle? A popsicle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's end let's this end episode this. on let's that. Let's end this episode. Uh, thank you for listening to Who Weekly. Uh, thank you to all the hooligans. We've 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 seen the hooligans are setting up also links and sh- spreading protest uh, news and donation links in the Who Weekly Facebook group. Facebook group. We appreciate that. Again, we have plenty of links in our show notes right now which you can find elsewhere i'm sure to everyone protesting stay safe we love you black lives matter we'll be back on friday with another episode of who's there call us at 619 who them and we will see you then have a good week thanks for listening bye thank you bye you will say that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want to know hey